everyone, welcome back to the Futures Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Linehan, and today's guest is James McManus, founder of Earth Sedge and a B Corporation ambassador. When he's not scaling mountains or helping others to do so around the world, he's busy here establishing the B Corp community in Ireland. James shares his own background and connection with nature and how that has inspired the work he does with businesses on a path to becoming B Corp certified. If you've never heard of the certification and you're curious, James explains exactly what it means and how you can get involved with the movement. I really enjoyed this conversation because I'm obsessed with B Corp. I've been to one of the workshops here and I cannot recommend it enough. Whether you're someone who's really interested in sustainability or you're just dipping your toe in, check out the links in my bio to find out more about the next workshops that are taking place here in Ireland. I really hope you enjoy this podcast. If you do, don't forget to like, subscribe, share it with a friend. Over to my conversation with James. James, you are so welcome to the podcast. And this is a chat I've been looking forward to for ages. I can't believe it's taken us this long to get around it. That's fully my fault. But I'm so glad to have you here. How are you doing? I'm really good. Thanks so much for having me on. And uh, really looking forward to chatting to you too. Well, we've loads to talk about. We're going to talk about B Corp. But before we get to all of that, can you just give us a little bit of a background for yourself? Like, what's your career been like? How have you ended up with Earth's Edge and now with B Corp? Just give us the rundown. I'd love to know personally. Yeah. Okay. So um, I grew up in Ross Gray in North Tipperary. And um, like from a very early age, my whole life was about getting into the outdoors, um, going on adventures with friends and family like in the mountains and also really when I was uh, in my teenage years, I, I was big into kayaking um, and, and whitewater kayaking. So once like, um, yeah, I had kind of conquered all the hardest rivers in Ireland. I started traveling a lot with that. Um, so I spent quite a bit of time in, in uh, Uganda and Zambia. And then as I went through college, like to India and South America, and um, I got a degree in, uh, sports science which I've never really used yeah and uh, then just kind of traveled a lot trying to find the um, really hard white water to to go kayaking with friends and then also working seasons in, in different places as a as a river and mountain guide and so that kind of took me so yeah I would do kind of round the world trips so I spend a summer in California working there and then the winters in the Himalayas, and then traveling to either South America or New Zealand in between. Um, yeah, so that was fun. Jealous right now. <laughs> that's yeah. incredible. That's that's a, that's it. Seems like a long time ago. And then, um, yeah, I, I absolutely loved that. Loved being on expedition. Loved like um, taking clients on adventures and really buzzing off them and getting them into the outdoors. And um, people didn't really have. Uh, smartphones back then but just getting people disconnected was something I was already always really passionate about and um, I was kind of thinking for a while like it was amazing but you're you're living in a, a tent 10 months of the year and uh, you're very very um, yeah it's the most amazing lifestyle but it's not sustainable from a financial perspective I was probably making about uh, 10 grand a year so I was like <laughs> yeah which is fine you know which is fine if you're getting free food and accommodation, it's good and you're young. Um, but I'm like, okay, how can I actually make this a sustainable career? So, or what will I do instead? I was thinking of becoming a school teacher or a paramedic. Um, but I, in my uh, early twenties, decided I could start my own business and start running trips myself. 
which was um you know when you're when you're young uh, i think especially as a, as a young man you have this uh uh sense of confidence based off absolute thin air you know so <laughs> i decided to start a company and it was amazing it was really good i started originally my company was called into india i was running expeditions in the indian himalayas taking people on multi-day treks and climbing expeditions and multi-day rafting trips it's an absolutely stunning country and um from there it just evolved we, i did i was exclusively running trips in india for four years and then i rebranded to earth's edge in 2011 and started running more trips in, in different places south america east africa um a lot of different parts of asia um yeah it's been amazing so it's the company is uh, was 15 this year um yeah it's, it's really amazing really it's it's really kind of grown from strength to strength and i'm very lucky i have an amazing team we um i have like seven full-time staff in in um it was an office in dublin and donnybrook but now we're working virtually so they're all over ireland and the world really um and then we have um we're actually the only company in the world that send an international guide and doctor in all of our expeditions um so we have about 20 freelance um guides and about 50 doctors that work with those um on their holiday time if that makes sense that's an incredibly supported team to go away with because from what you've explained those are really big trips like very challenging physically mentally emotionally so to have that support is so special yeah no it is it's it, it really makes a huge difference amazing amazing staff amazing like support team here in ireland but also the, the guides and doctors that work with us are incredible and we now mainly do uh multiple treks like everest base camp or we did this amazing trek in Peru into into Machu Picchu and visit another city there called Choki Corral, which is uh, absolutely next level. It's in one of the most spiritual places I've been in my life. And then also we do um, peaks like so the likes of Kilimanjaro, um, Aconcagua, which is the highest mountain in South America, and quite a lot in Nepal. So yeah, it's uh, I have a dream job, and it's 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 really amazing. Like I I love to climb mountains myself, but. It's really on when I'm guiding for for Earth's Edge, like it's really the people. So next week I'm taking um, 15 people to Nepal. I'm just really excited to see them and watch them experience trekking in the mountains because the destinations we go to, they're beautiful and they're big mountains, but they're so immersive in how much uh, poverty there is there, and um, just it's just completely different to going on holidays in in the West, you know, in 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 the developed world. It's really cool. It must be really special to share that experience with people because I'm sure people are going for all kinds of reasons. And it sometimes, you know, something can happen in somebody's life where they're inspired to go or it's something they've always wanted to do. And it's a really big deal for them to make the trip. So it must be like pretty emotional to like go through that trip with them because I'm sure you all like bond together in the experience too. Yeah, absolutely. Like I think they're, I mean, yeah you get to the top of a big mountain with people there's always tears and and um and a lot of emotion you know for me personally like my mom she passed away 12 years ago and she helped me start the company and had a huge influence on my life and my career so I always like she always comes to my mind there but yeah the clients are incredible and the stories they have you know like I, I have um like just so many met so, so many amazing people and they all have a story, you know, like they have had a bereavement or a health scare themselves. They've lost a family member or they've had like a 
a breakup in a relationship or all these things that kind of make them suddenly realize like how short life is and how much of a gift it is. And, you know, whether you want to uh, sleep in a tent on a mountain on the other side of the world or, you know, it, it, whatever your thing is, it's just so important to follow your dreams and not wait for something, you know, and, and COVID taught us that, you know, it can be taken away from us so quickly. So yeah, you just have to get after it and, and not wait till tomorrow, you know. Cue everyone who's listening to this Googling Earth's Edge and being like, okay, where am I going yeah. to go? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Absolutely. Exciting. Yeah, you're more than welcome. You're all more than welcome for sure. So from working on Earth's Edge and congratulations on reaching that milestone stone with a business, that is fantastic. So how did B Corp and your work with B Corp come into the mix then? Yeah, so I suppose when I started Earth's Edge in 2007, we had a responsible travel policy. You know, we always wanted to like minimize our environmental impact and try and provide sustainable jobs in Ireland and overseas. Um, but like as the years went through, we tried to um, kind of formalize that and benchmark ourselves. And we um, we we were one of six pilot SMEs um, in 2016. Um, they discontinued that, so we were looking for something else. And um, obviously, like a, a brand, it's in the news recently, like Patagonia would be like so so big in 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 fashion, I guess, and also in the outdoor space. So, kind of looking at what they're doing, and then eventually we we came across B Corp. So um, in 2020, we um, submitted for certification and then we became a B Corp in 2021, in January 2021. So we were, um, Earth's Edge, we were the fifth B Corp in Ireland. So there's not a, Ireland is to kind of, not to overly complicate B Corp because it can get kind of confusing, but it, we don't have our own B Lab or charity, an Irish one. To, to manage the community here so there wasn't really anything happening in ireland so um later in 2021 in in november i organized this event in in dublin um, to try and showcase the movement and get other irish b corps to come in and help me talk about it and explain it to people because it's something i'm so passionate about um and then i'm working with b lab europe to try and grow the movement in ireland and try and set up set up this proper structure here so we can really take things on to the next level you know can you give us like a really simple breakdown of what being b corp certified is yeah so corps um are companies who are purpose-driven um so what that means is that they're basically changed their constitution um to say that they're going to look after not just the shareholders like the owners of the business but also all the stakeholders so that's their staff the community environment um yeah any any people connected to the business so b corps ha have legally said that they're going to consider those things and then they also have to to become a b corp you have to complete um, an assessment it's a questionnaire called the b impact assessment and they have to score a minimum um on that which means they meet the highest globally recognized um level of environmental and social performance so that's i guess what it is and, and for a consumer or somebody who's like actively looking for a job or yeah i suppose the consumer is the best one if you're like buying clothes or buying food or you want to book a holiday um when you see this this logo this standards you can you can trust it because the company's been externally audited and um you can kind of really tell by buying their product or service that you're you're having a genuinely positive impact on on people and the environment
project and I'm obsessed with it because it is really hard work for the companies to achieve it. So they really have to be invested and it has to be an overall long-term part of their plan. So it's literally like the antidote to greenwashing. And for consumers, it makes it really easy. Because like you said, if you see the B Corp logo, it's all the hard work done for you. You're like, okay, this company has been through so many checks and balances and you have to continue your assessment. So it's a really amazing way because we are at a time where you know, there isn't a lot of legislation. It's very hard to find kind of benchmarks that are global. So it really is doing the work. And it's amazing that there are Irish companies. You were saying before we started that there's like 12 now. Yeah, there's 12. So so we were the fifth and um, we got up to about, I think, seven by the end of 2021. And now there's 12. Um, so it's amazing. Yeah, it's really, it's really fantastic. And some of the companies coming on board are, are um, absolutely huge especially in the agri-food sector it's really exciting which is so key to our economy and culture here so it's uh you know you're from the country as well like you know how, how big farming is like so um yeah it's it's very very exciting time and um yeah it's been a real privilege to work with b-lab europe to try and help them grow it and like i think for me like um a lot of companies who who are already um, who are run and and their ethos is is to be good to other people and to be kind to the environment and they're conscious, like they're gonna love B Corp because they'll they'll already do quite well in the assessment. And the other thing is it takes um it takes all the guesswork out of what to do. You know, we were just chatting off air, the two of us are super passionate about sustainability, but it's still like every time I listen to your podcast, I learn something, you know. So it's it's really People can get a little bit afraid of sustainability sometimes of what to do and what not to do, especially to be fair to them, larger companies, when they get something slightly wrong, they get attacked by the public quite a lot. But what I would say is the B impact assessment, it takes the guesswork out of um, sustainability completely. It covers every aspect of your business and it it really um, simplifies it. And then, you know, if you look at, um, you can build your whole company strategy around it um and and get inspiration from from the b impact assessment and how to engage your 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 stakeholders and um, to drive your business forward and that's a key thing you know um a lot there's a huge misconception out there that to become more sustainable it's going to take time and it's going to cost money but people need to really realize there's an opportunity in this um the simple ones are to be more energy efficient as a business and change that but also if you can communicate um, your your efforts to your stakeholders, to your staff, to your like customers. You're going to retain more people and you're going to win more business, and that is massive. You know, just seen recently that um, Evan Chernard, I don't know if I can pronounce his name, the owner of Patagonia, has just handed over his business to um, to the environment, which is absolutely amazing. But everybody's just going to go buy more Patagonia clothes. You know, so it's it's just it's just a win, and uh, I I personally think he's incredible. Like Patagonia, the North Star that we're all trying to catch up with, but also I think you know, and on and I think he deserves so much respect. But he's also worked one point two billion personally himself. So I think it's it's time for people to see that example, as opposed to you know looking at Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk and holding these guys up as heroes like that. That has to stop. You know, so absolute total respect for for that guy and uh 
just they're they're a fantastic company to look at to who who've built their whole um marketing and sales strategy around sustainability and they should be recommended for that oh i couldn't agree more i actually can't talk about yvonne without getting emotional because he is someone who this has just been part of his career and and his inspiration for work forever like introducing childcare back in the 80s when like nobody did that he, he had childcare at the patagonia hq you know setting up one percent for the planet with another uh, couple of founders that one percent of their profits would go into climate action like and now this donation that he's made and what you said is so true he's really turned this idea that like if you want to be sustainable you kind of have to be this like airy fairy company and like you're not about profit and it's like Patagonia is so successful and and mm. continues to be and yet it, it can have purpose too and you're so right like that's at the core of B Corp which is so exciting it's like you can be a really successful business you know that with healthy growth and with great opportunities but you can also have a lot of really great ethics at your core and have that be part of your overall plan which is why it's so exciting it's just it's brilliant and it must be so exciting for you to be helping build that out here and to see so much interest like 16 new companies lined up is really great yeah like b corp i mean and just on that point there you know in the financial crisis back in 2008 or 2009 here we went backwards as a business community in sustainability and there's always going to be, I'm not minimizing the energy or the cost of living crisis, but this sustainability is just going to put in the back shelf because it's like we have more important things to deal with, but it's we, we have to make the business case for it. But um, yeah, B Corp is flying it. Like in the world now, there's like nearly 5,800 B Corps um, with 6,000 more waiting to certify. And then here in Ireland, we have, we have 12 and uh, there's 16 waiting in the queue to waiting to to hear back and and to start their audit and to come through, which is really exciting. So we're kind of at 100% year on year growth, but I really think we can accelerate that a lot more. Um, yeah, and it's such a privilege to be able to work on it. It's it's um, yeah, it's it's really really nice. And it's it's I think if people are listening, if they go onto the if they Google the B Corp directory. They can, um, you know, they can filter that by country, and I would really recommend them to to reach out to any Irish B corps in their sector because sustainability is something, I think, in general, but particularly in the B corp community, that we're very, very happy to collaborate with each other. So, you know, if you see someone in your in in your space and, and they're already ahead of you, like, yeah, we're all here to help help each other. You know, it's, it's really, really nice. It's good. It's a good thing to be competitive about. You know, as well. So with B Corp, you certify and then you recertify in every three years. So when we certified, we were the highest scoring Irish B Corp. And then Feed, so a fantastic um, Irish food brand, they passed us out, you know, so it's it's been fun. But we're gonna we're planning on recertifying again in 2024 with 130. So we're kind of hopeful that'll get us out in front of everybody again, you know. So. That's good. That keeps everyone on their toes. That's really positive. Absolutely. And that's it, you know, a huge, let's say in the agri-food sector, um, we have Denone Ireland who are, who are a B Corp and Denone are one of the largest B Corps in the world. But the Irish um, agri-food sector, the indigenous one, they're they're now all looking at, at certifying with B Corp. So the result of that is Denone are going to have to up their game. And the winner is people on the planet, you know, so it's nice. It's very, very nice. 
And I think people will be so surprised to hear that there are so many agri-food businesses because that's one of the first things that people are like lashing out against is like, oh, Ireland, we're such a farming community. You know, there's no way we can be sustainable with this kind of industry here. And those companies are proving that there is a way to do it with a really positive impact on the planet and people. And even that's really exciting. So I would say to people, I've gone on and had a look at the assessment. You can just register and go online and see the kind of questions. And I think if anyone's, you know, even just a little bit curious, it's worth them going on and having a look, right? Because like you said, there might be a lot of things that people are already doing in their business. And then it does give you inspiration for like, okay, well, what should I be looking at next? Yeah, I think so. And um, yeah, as I said, like, I think the average score, like it's the maximum is is 200. So I think Patagonia have like 150 something. Or we have 90, which is pretty good. Um, but you need 80 to, to pass. But um, I think like, I think there's a mistake in Ireland and throughout the world, like of sectors kind of blaming each other, you know, like my sector, I fly people from Ireland, long haul flights to Tanzania and Nepal, and it, we produce a lot of emissions. And, you know, people often say to me, like, the, this is the, the ethics or the sustainability of that. And I think it is, you know, we are burning a lot of carbon, but the places we go to, they're 100% dependent on sustainability. So when you look at us as Westerners and like, we can't, you know, three, 400 years ago, go and colonize a place, just like take it over, take all the raw material and then come back and be all woke and say, we're not going to visit and go on holidays there. It's not the solution. And I think with the farmers in Ireland, I, I don't know anything about farming apart from working for farm relief as a young fellow a long time ago, but, uh, you know they're they're phenomenal business people and we've been telling them to be more productive for a long long time and now we're telling them to change and i've so much confidence that they'll do that i think they're incredible business people and um we just we just need to give them the opportunity and the support and the backing is as consumers that that we will buy uh, more sustainable products because it's very very important yeah, and it, it, there's some great people working in that space. Like we both spoke about Inda Buckley, who I had on the podcast yeah. not long ago, who is just such a pioneer and is trying at really, really innovative ways of decarbonizing their dairy farm in West Cork. And I'd encourage everyone, anyone to go back and listen to because he would really turn what you think is a very uh, damaging industry on its head. And it's so exciting and so inspiring. And I love your take on, on the travel thing as well. It's like anytime people simplify you know sustainability and just say we need to stop flying we need to stop consuming dairy like it's it's so much more complex than that and the changes that need to happen are so nuanced and that's why something like b corp is great because it takes the whole picture into into account and even though you might score great in one area if you're very strong in another area then there's ways Mm. to balance and improve which is which is so exciting so i'm sure at this stage of the conversation people are like okay B Corp sounds fantastic and I want to be in on the ground while this is during yeah. speed. So besides going to the website, what can they do here in Ireland to start getting involved with the community? Yeah, so um, on November 2nd, um, I'm hosting an event in Airfield Estate in, uh, in South Dublin. And we're going to basically be taking all the guesswork out of B Corp. So we're going to explain um, how you um, how you certify, how much it costs, um, what how you need to change your constitution. Explain the B impact assessment. Give like examples of questions, and then we're going to have speakers from a couple of Irish um, B corps. So Urban Volt are an amazing company that help with energy efficiency. 
they're going to speak. They're Ireland's first um, B Corp. And then um, Strong Roots, which are an amazing food uh, B Corp. They're, they're, they're a really fantastic company. They're going to speak as well. And then um, Koopman, um, their recruitment company, they're going to they're going to talk about their B Corp journey and and that. And then uh, our head of sustainability at Earth Stage, um, Aoife Goggin, she's going to talk about how we're going to get to 130 and really just take the guesswork out of that. Um, so that's on November 2nd. So we'll put a link to that in the show notes. And then at that event, we're going to be um, showcasing like a, a, or launching a workshop that will guide SMEs through the B Corp process. And that will start, um, I think, in, in December or possibly January. And that will be a kind of a one-on-one mentoring thing, uh, course for, for companies who want to be guided through the process. Um, and then we're also going to have training opportunities for um, a, a sustainability consultants, people who are actually working with companies on how they can um, implement uh b corp within their their clients yeah there's absolutely loads there so that covers everything for someone who works at a company if you are a business owner or for someone who works in sustainability or wants to start getting involved there's literally something for everyone and i would presume that like people maybe who even aren't even in the field are welcome to come along and just learn and see you know what they can do and what they can bring to their own to their own careers and you know you don't need to be absolutely expert, right yeah, no, absolutely. Like it's really open to anyone who's interested, and yeah, you're you're more than welcome. I hope to 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 see you all there for sure. It's people who are, are passionate in this area, be it companies or or individuals. Yeah, absolutely. So, looking forward to meeting everybody on the second of November. Be oh great. yeah, and I I went to the last one in Airfield. Airfield is so gorgeous. It's worth just going there. <laughs> be corporate or not, it's such a gorgeous venue. But I really enjoyed it and listening to the different companies. Um, you know, Danone spoke um strong roots who are incredible and i love their food they're so great but you actually get so much inspiration and they're really honest about their journey and what it was like for them so definitely I, everyone should go along it's a, it's a really really great day out uh james yeah. i know you're up to 90 because you're heading off to nepal but if people want to find out more about earth's edge should they go to the website are you active on instagram how can they find out more about your trips yeah absolutely they can go to our website um earths-edge.com um they can follow us on instagram for all the trips um yeah and if anyone wants to connect with me on linkedin if they have questions about b corp um i'd be really great to hear from them and yeah that's it fantastic i'll leave all the details below so get in touch with james or myself if you want to learn more thank you so much for the heads up and i can't wait to see you i think in november i think i'll join in november (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, you you have to come. That's you made a commitment publicly there, you know. So I'll see you then. <laughs> see you there. Thanks so much, James. <laughs>